0: What is up everybody and welcome to another episode of the 5 Star Jobbers Podcast. I'm Cody and I am sore. Yes, I think we're both sore. I'm feeling it in my back, in my neck, everywhere. I,
1: I'm feeling it everywhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, What's that song go? My neck, my back. Never mind. Well, I was about uh, to say, I don't know what song you're talking about.
1: It's from the early 2000s. I think it was a little early for you, For but for my fellow yeah. elder millennials, complete it at home. Well yeah. don't at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, it, it hurts. The legs hurt. The, the, the back hurts. I mean, my back actually, surprisingly, does not hurt the most. My legs hurt.
0: Right. Like No, my back is definitely feeling a lot worse, but my chest definitely feels a lot of pain. But we'll get into that here just a little bit. But uh, first of all, thank you to everybody that's listening. Thank you to everyone that's watching on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to us yet, and you haven't listened to us, and you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you haven't yet, and you're still watching us, what are you doing? I mean, we've been doing this for a while. You you've just been watching us, not hitting that subscribe button. What are you
1: do? What's wrong with you? Is that legal? I don't think it should be. It seems like stalking. Yeah, something like that. Like you're watching us, but you don't want us to know that you're watching us. That. That says a lot more about you than it does about us, but yeah, we digress. Exactly. But anyway, guys, thank you for listening
0: to everyone that's listening. Thank you for following us. Thank you for subscribing. I want to let you know that we are on social media. If you haven't listened to us already and you haven't gone to our social media pages, we're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You can go follow us there for more updates and everything. Also, I want to let you know about some upcoming events. If you're in the Southeast area and you want to go to take in an independent show, I'm going to let you know some events coming up. So, February 3rd. The Guardian's Legacy, Tag You're It, is going to be happening at Rosenwald High School Gymnasium in Panama City, Florida at 6.30. Go check out their page and let them know that you want to come, get tickets from them. Got a great show for, the, for you that weekend. Also, a little bit later in the month, February 25th, Wrestle South is going to be in Albany, Georgia at uh, the Brooks Plaza. So if you want to take in that on February 25th, go check that out. It's at 3 p.m at the Brooks Plaza in Albany, Georgia. Also coming up next uh, month after that, March 2nd, NWA Hard Times. Go check it out. It's going to be in Dothan at the Dothan Civic Center. If you want tickets and more information about that, you can message us directly or go to our friend Justin Overstreet's Facebook page and get tickets from him because if you can get tickets from him, it's going to be a great opportunity for you to get to see him on the card. But go get tickets from him. If you need more information, you can message us on uh, Instagram and Facebook for more information about that. Also, I want to make mention of a couple things. First thing, on uh, March 30th, Southern Wrestling Tradition is going to be having their show in Wassaw, Florida at the Possum Place. Wausau! Wausau? Wausau. But anyway, uh, 7 p.m. at the Possum Place in Wassaw, Florida. Do they have live possums there, do you think? Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. They, they got to. You can't have a possum place and not have possums. I mean... Is, wait, is, do, you, do you say
1: possum or opossum? It depends on how I'm feeling that day.
0: Yeah, I I always say possum. I'm from North Alabama, so I always say possum. I mean, I think
1: most people say possum, but I mean, depending on, you know, what you've been drinking, you might say, oh, possum, later on in the night. Oh, possum! Or if you're driving and you see one in the middle of the road, you go, oh, possum! possum! (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think that's how they got that
0: name that way. Probably. But anyway, so check out that one, Southern Wrestling Tradition, on March 30th at the Possum Place in Wausau, Florida. Also, we've got another promotion that is coming up that is fairly new to the area, Kraken Pro Wrestling. Release the Kraken. I hope that they give that in the intro, or I hope that the announcer says that. But they've got—if you don't—if they don't say that, they're missing out on a great opportunity.
1: Did you say you hope the announcer makes that?
0: Yeah. Like I have—I have a—I have, have a hunch the announcer will definitely say that. Uh, if they don't, they're missing out. But anyway. <laughs>
1: Inside job hashtag.
0: Exactly. But anyway, uh, Kraken Pro Wrestling is a new promotion that's going to be coming to Tifton, Georgia, at the Tift Theater. If you want more information about this, go and check them out on their Facebook page. Go check them out on social media. What I love about this, and I've been in talks with the promoter of the event, uh, one of the things that they're looking to do is do a community outreach program, teaching young adults how to promote and uh, do other social skills that are done with a typical wrestling promotion and advertising business. And so, basic advertising and event coordination. Exactly. And so, they, their hope is. To get troubled youth off the streets and inspire them to chase their dreams. That's fantastic. And so,
1: and that's a, it's a that's a that's a high that's a high price skill. Exactly. Um, as somebody who does that professionally, that is a large part of what I do as a professional. That that's that's not a skill that that you get paid minimum wage for. That's a skill that pays quite well. So that that's a fantastic thing that they're offering. You know the people who would otherwise have to go to college to get that kind of experience. So, really, I mean, it's a great that's a great initiative, and I mean, as much support as we can get for it would be fantastic.
0: Exactly. So, if you're looking to be a part of this event, or you want to know how you can volunteer, reach out to them by email. You can go to krakenprowrestling gmail.com. If you want more information or how to be a volunteer, go check them out. Go email them. Trust me, you're going to want to be a part of this and be a part of this amazing event. Just. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, I'm I'm stoked. I can't wait. So with that, we want to talk about what we've done this weekend. It's been talked about for a while, and we've been planning it for a long time. We finally went to the Sweat Academy in Albany, Georgia. And we sweat. Yes, we sweated. We cried. There we laughed. May have, there may have been some bloodshed. I'm not sure. I'd have to check. I might have pooped and peed a little. Hey, it happens. Whenever you reach that age, it happens
1: yeah I mean, it just you you hit the ground and you just it happens you can't control it,
0: <laughs> but anyway, so um, we cannot thank the people at Sweat Academy enough for allowing us to be there and to just run the ropes with these guys and one of the things I will say that I was impressed about was just the plethora of talent that they have mm-hmm. under Logan Stevens and under these guys at the sweat academy
1: well, what and what blows my mind too was. There were so many um, young adults there that had only been there for a couple of weeks, and right. you know just the fluidity of which you know how much they obviously had learned in a short period of time, and you know just their their respect for their business, and you know you hear so you know on so many different whether whether it's podcasts, documentaries, what what have you, you hear so many horror stories about bad wrestling schools and Exactly. about bad wrestling school trainers and these old grizzled veterans who all they want to do is take your money break you mentally and physically so that you stop coming back and then they can keep the money and not have to do anything with you and that is not what the sweat academy is and, no, and logan all. is doing a phenomenal job of not only preparing his students for in-ring work but We really got to see what was great, you know, and we're not necessarily gonna be in the video that we show But there's there was so much out of the ring counseling and everything to do to make sure that they're setting themselves up for success both in the ring and out of the ring And I mean, it was like I said, you, you hear so many horror stories and then we see something like this and we're like, okay This was fantastic. So thank you so much Logan for letting us come and for everybody that was there. Uh, we just, I mean, we had a fantastic time and honestly, we can't wait to go back, learn some more Definitely. and, you know, maybe you might see these big bumping meats in the ring someday. <laughs> but anyway, we <laughs> want to kind of show you guys the highlights of what we got to
0: experience and how we got to talk to some of the young people that are there, but here's the highlight reel of what we got to do. Hey guys. If you want to check out the highlight reel from our time at the Sweat Academy, make sure to head over to our YouTube channel and check it out from there. But before we get back into the episode, I want to make mention of one more event that we're going to be at. February 10th, at the Baker County Fairgrounds in McClinney, Florida, we will be at DCCW breaking down the walls. That's right. The five-star jobbers will be there. We'll be doing another live commentary episode. So if you want to check it out, t- attend the event, meet us, and meet some of your favorite individuals at the uh, DCCW. Make sure to go check it out, get tickets, and more information will be on their Facebook page. And you can follow us on social media as well. Follow DCCW for more updates and events. Man, I, like I said, we put a lot of sweat into being there, and I had a great time. I know it was very difficult, and that's why I want to tell people, this is not easy, Getting into professional wrestling and running the ropes and training is not as easy
1: as you think it is. You, tra- you as you've seen, tra- you train. It's there's there's nothing easy about it. You you train. You're, yeah, the, you are the cardio. That's that's one aspect of it, and then you've got to learn to throw your body around. Which your body, your brain is not okay with that. Right. Um, your brain does when you tell your body, "I'm going to throw you on the ground." your brain goes, ah, I don't think that's a good idea. And it doesn't feel good. No, it does not. Uh, I mean, like the, the first bump, okay, maybe a little bit, but bump after bump after bump, you start to feel it. It starts to take a toll on you. And we can tell you, it feels worse the next day. Exactly. So, I mean, to every everybody that's you know that wants to be a professional wrestler, it's definitely, it it's no small feat to do, but absolutely go after your dream, get it done. Um, but to those who think that, it's fake, and you know, these guys are just dancing around. I can tell you, it doesn't feel fake at all the next day. In fact, anybody who gets up the next day and goes and does it again, I have nothing but respect for because I'm hurting exactly. My back is still sore,
0: my chest is hurting from the chops, which That's we really finally wonderful. went through with it. Uh, it'll be on TikTok and YouTube and everything
1: in my dream and in my dreams every night i go to
0: sleep oh don't worry because we've got yours up
1: there as well so Mm -hmm. both
0: of our punishments we finally went through with it i got chopped in the chest john here got his pits waxed
1: my pits are cleaner than they have been since i went through puberty
0: and i've still got scars on my chest that'll probably be there for as long as i can as long as i live Mm -hmm. but like like we said thank you to logan and thank you to everybody at sweat academy for having us there it was so much fun and we hope to do it again very soon so switching gears now, what a weekend it has been! Because the Royal Rumble, it was well. I won't say it was a great event, but it was really it was good. Not and I mean, there's obviously things, there's not, some things we could talk about.
1: Not, I mean, not one of the best rumbles of all. Definitely, you know, there there have been better rumbles in the last few years, but it was it was a good event. I mean, it was a solid event from from beginning to end. I mean. No real major surprises. No, only a a couple. couple, Yeah, I mean a couple here and there in the rumble, but like I'm just saying overall, as the pay per view, the mat, the way the matches went, um, you know, they moved there. What they did very well that I that I'm a big fan of is they set up a lot of potential storylines for the next i mean it's going to elimination chamber going into wrestlemania uh possibly even you know things that might not even happen until maybe you know come to fruition until summerslam but that's what they did they planted so many seeds For potential rivalries, and that you know that part to me, that like that's what I when I watch the Rumble, that's really why I watch. I I want to know what the roadmap is for the year, and so they I I feel like that was done really well. And what I did see as potential rivalries, I'm all in for.
0: Yes, definitely. So we'll go through some of the things, not too much in detail, but just kind of what we thought were the highlights and things that were not as great as we thought they would be. So starting off. With the women's war, uh, Royal Rumble match, I think we can both agree this was the best women's Royal Rumble match of all time.
1: Absolutely, best best women's Royal Rumble match and best Royal Rumble of the night. Yes, definitely, and probably one of the biggest highlights
0: of this. And I say I wanted to save this for my uh, high spot this week, but I'll go ahead and give it
1: to you. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Grace? Yep. Jordan Grace is my high spot, too. I mean, honestly. Holy cow. Well, I mean, like, you've got, I mean, number two. I mean, they didn't bear the lead at all. You had Naomi come in at number two. And then what did Jordan come in at, like, five? Yeah, I I mean, it it wasn't far off. And then they had that moment. um, And Jordan came out with the title around her waist. They talk about TNA, and I mean, I know that Mickey Mickey did that, but it was a huge to do. This one was uh, out of nowhere, and you know, it it was very refreshing to see a, a talent come from another promotion and that promotion actually getting discussed exactly on a WWB product because before now that would have never happened. No. Nah. And so it's just one of those things that kind of it inks in and it puts the exclamation point that we are in a new era for the WWE and that things are not going to just be the way they've been for so many years. There is an opportunity for progress and for evolution. <laughs> That's an apropos word. I know. Right <laughs> uh, under <laughs> under Triple H and his team and what they're gonna what they're going to be able to continue doing. Uh, right. And that's—I mean—anybody who's who's a longtime wrestling fan should just be super excited. Um, but yeah, just that that moment for and Jordan, she she, I mean, she, I mean that that woman, I mean, she looks like a million bucks. Oh, I mean, 100%. like she, I mean, you know, you think about like women like Beth Phoenix in China and Rhea Ripley and these like these these women who are—I'm not going to lie. Any dude would be intimidated to stand yes. across the room, and if you say you wouldn't, you're a liar. Yeah. Um, but she, I mean, she looked so good, and she was in that match for a good long time. Yeah. And I mean, there was a really great flow. Um, no, nothing seemed too choppy. The transitions seemed like they were they were done well. And I'm saying I, I'll, we'll get to the men's later, but that that's one thing I can't say about the men's match this year. I think there were some last minute audits and some things that had to get changed in the men's match. Because a lot of the transitions and the way the match worked, you could tell that there were some decisions that were made last minute or maybe you know day of. And we're gonna, you know, we'll yeah. get, like I said, we'll get into it later. But right, no, this match was really well done, and yeah, the you know. The surprises. I mean, let's say the biggest surprise was Jordan. Uh, obviously, Liv comes in at number thirty, so she's making her return. That's fantastic. Were there any other um, surprises to you, or you know, unexpected moments? Not necessarily, because I mean, you had a couple from NXT. You had um, Roxanne, Roxanne Perez, Perez and Tiffany
0: Stratton, mm-hmm. but other than that, I think Jordan Grace and Naomi were the only two surprises. I mean, and Liv Morgan. Well, yeah. no, I take that back. Uh, Jade Cargill. Oh, Cargill! Yeah, yeah Cargill yeah, made yeah, her debut. Can't bury,
1: yeah, can't bury, can bury her no. before she begins on that one. She came in. I mean, she always looks like a million bucks. I mean, Absolutely. that's the one thing she's very good at doing. And uh, you know, she came in, and honestly, she. I mean, you can already tell the the work that's being done in the performance center. Her her in ring fluidity is is so much better. I mean, it, it's coming through so much cleaner in the ring than it Absolutely. did when she was in AEW. And that's not a knock on AEW or whoever trained her there. But I mean, I I think it is just at a different level in WWE. But like she, I mean, she looked like she had been there forever. Exactly. Um, so great job to Jade Cargill. Jade Cargill, congratulations Jordan Grace for getting. Uh, the opportunity. I mean, obviously she's the women's champion in TNA. I don't think she's signing with WWE.
0: No, but she's not. The
1: the door's open for that. And I'm I for one am all in for <laughs> a yeah. well, maybe not all in, but I'm I, I I I'm definitely down for a Jordan Grace Rhea Ripley match. Oh, that would be incredible. I mean, it's like Hulk and Andre, but like women's wrestlers. Right. So
0: but yeah, Women's Royal Rumble definitely did not disappoint. It was definitely the best of the year, and then of course you have Bailey winning the whole match at the end. So that sets up for Eosky and Bailey at WrestleMania. So then we go to Kevin Owens and or no, sorry, not Kevin. Uh, the Fatal Four Way match, mm-hmm. which uh, you won that one. So yeah, I I for sure. Thought that Orton was going to pull it off, and we were going to have an interruption from The Rock, setting them up for WrestleMania, where it's The Rock and Roman Reigns.
1: But I, prefer, I would have preferred that, honestly. Yeah. But, I mean, I just I know I, I I kind of figured that with some of the things that are going on in, in the world of professional wrestling, you know, and how things are moving, maybe at one point it was a consideration. But I think right now they're going to keep that belt on Roman. I really, I mean, and to say, obviously, if you've watched the Royal Rumble. You know, spoiler alert. If you haven't, skip over the next thirty seconds. Yes. Um, Cody wins. We'll get we'll get into that more later as we talk about. Right. But with Roman winning, Cody wins. You know, Cody's going to go after Roman. The the only problem I really have here is, please do not give me a repeat of last year. No. If they this do, needs
0: if, to be the WrestleMania where Cody takes the title off of Roman. Yeah. So, if it doesn't happen,
1: then. You've pretty much just destroyed Cody Rhodes. And don't give me a don't give me a trio match either. I don't want Cody Rock Roman. No, uh, but well, Cody um, does not deserve that. I mean, the crowd, the fans don't deserve that. No, and, and honestly, I think Rock's smart enough. He's not going to fall for anything like that. And now that he sits on the board of TKO, which I mean, this it's so it's just mind blowing. And especially being you know growing up in you know an attitude era, being an attitude era kid. The Rock is on the board of directors at TKO. Right. Shawn Michaels is running NXT and basically the feeder system for talent into the WWE. And there's no one that would be better suited to create talent in-ring, teach psychology, teach ring work, mic work, all that. I mean, good lord. Um can you imagine being a kid and being like, I know for a fact that I could go here and learn how to wrestle from Shawn Michaels? That, like, that would just be having a clear, incredible. I mean, back in the day, that was just never a consideration. Like, you know, not if, if not Shawn Michaels, like, you need know, to tell me that guaranteed if I went here, I could learn under, you know, Harley Race. Right. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes. Exactly. Um, but you have Shawn, you know, Shawn at NXT, Triple H running everything in WWE. The McMahon family is out entirely there's not not, a single one of them not since the 1950s has a mcmahon not owned or been in control of the world wrestling worldwide wrestling federation the world wrestling federation world wrestling entertainment they're out like there's
0: not a single one so Uh, like i don't even think because there's been people that have shared it on social media or teased it or thought that it might happen but Shane McMahon, i i don't even think shane's going to come back well, i
1: i, I disagree to, with, well, I disagree with you on that. I, I actually, so we're we're not going to get into the to the details. I mean, I th- you know anybody anybody who's anybody who's got an ear or set of eyes knows what's going on, and we don't say so we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to give right. Yep, yeah. we, we, we don't want to get too deep into it. it. But at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of information now that when you when you understand what may have been going on, why Shane McMahon, why Stephanie probably have done some of the things they've done and left. The company that they were basically heirs, you know there it was the it was their inheritance yeah pretty much and they left it and i think that might speak well to their character hopefully yeah. i mean at the end of the day as things come out i i, I hope that we can really see that people like triple h and shane and shane and stephanie and people who you know were in the situation knew that they probably couldn't do a whole lot about a lot of things, but knew that leaving wasn't going to fix the situation either. Right. So, um, you know, say that to say this, I really hope we see Shane McMahon be able to come back. I hope Stephanie can be able to come back. I hope that, that the people who have done terrible things are punished for their crimes to the fullest extent of the, of the law. You know, if lies, if 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 things are not true, I hope that the truth comes out. But I hope the truth comes out regardless, and that it's handled as it needs to be handled. Exactly. Um, but no, I'd love to. I'd love to see Shane come back because you know Shane loves the business. Yes. I mean, you don't put your body on the line like Shane McMahon has if you don't absolutely love the business. So right. um, no, but it's just it's just it's a crazy. I mean, it is a crazy time. It is in the world of professional wrestling. I mean, like I said. Not since the 1950s, so we're talking 70 years. A 70-year era is over. Yes. Um, for better or worse, It's it, but it, we move forward. Right. So, I mean,
0: yeah. it's just And, they're, and they're, it's, this is not going to stop them from putting out a great product. Triple no, already, not at all. Triple H has already put together a great product in spite of things that are going on. And I give a lot of uh, admiration and a lot of props to Triple H for... Mm-hmm. Being able to handle this like a boss, no, no pun intended.
1: But <laughs> but I mean, we said it while we were watching it last night. It's like, did did Triple H really just kind of open the the proverbial forbidden door? I don't,
0: I don't want to say yes. I mean, obviously, he's
1: not going to do it the same way as like Tony Khan does, where no, not at he's going to you know free fly everybody, you know, go work wherever you want to work, anytime you want to work. Because honestly that doesn't work too because you've got people that are your talent. They're overworking in other promotions getting injured. And then your storylines dry up and you deal with what AEW is dealing with right now. I, you know, I do think that triple H is probably more of a business, more of a, I mean, obviously Tony Khan's a very savvy businessman, but I'm talking the business of professional wrestling. Yeah. Triple H has learned under for better or for worse, the best learning tree you can learn for when it comes to world domination of professional wrestling. Um, but i do think that in the new era we're we're going to exist in a world where the word professional wrestling is not a bad word. Right. It may not be the like they're not going to completely switch over. They're not going to completely change philosophy. No. They're still sports entertainment. Yeah. And exactly. there's, there's still value in that. I don't I don't think sports entertainment's a bad word and i don't think professional wrestling's a bad word. I think they're both great when they're working together. Yes. in tandem and i think that if there's an opportunity for a great match You know, unlike unlike the previous uh, you know, the previous owner, the fact that they're not a WWE talent may not be a disqualifier anymore for us being able to see fantastic matches moving forward. And I'm just, I'm like I said, I'm super excited about it.
0: Yeah, but sorry, we kind of got off track there. But yeah, uh, fatal four way match, Roman Reigns went uh, walks away with the title victory. So like we said, this is gonna set up another match with him and Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. And tell the people what he's won, Johnny. Yeah. So because. I lost the predictions for this one. Uh, We told you that we were going to announce what the punishment was for it. And so with this one, since I lost, I am going to have to take a chair shot.
1: For an object.
0: Yeah. Not to the head. To the back. To the back. No CTE. Exactly. We don't want any of that. So now we just got to find when, where, where.
1: And who? And to my biggest uh, uh, anybody who's listening, professional wrestler wise, um, uh, Max, Cantrell, um, Peterbilt, if any of you would like to volunteer, please let me know. I am taking as many offers as possible to swing this beast. Oh, gosh. And I thought the chops from Logan were bad enough. They were pretty bad. Yeah.
0: Trust me, you'll see in the TikTok and you'll see in everything from that. I, I think it took my breath away at one point.
1: It but, definitely took something away. Yeah. <laughs> if
0: not a nipple, definitely my breath.
1: <laughs> it was hanging on.
0: Yeah, for dear life. But uh, so, sorry, I got, uh, now I'm just dr- dreading this. It, you have PTSD? Yeah. Now I'm just dreading this so much. But, uh now we go to the United States Championship match, Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. I would say this was a really good match for bell, bell. This was so a great this,
1: match, and the the ending, it swerved me. like I'm the, end, yeah. the, the ending, the way that it was progressing, was what I predicted, but then how it f- was, you know how it finalized.
0: because yeah. all signs pointed to like whenever we saw whoever the guy from Logan Paul's entourage got caught, we were kind of expecting Jake Paul to at least make some kind of appearance yeah. or get in, or interfere in the match. But then you have Austin Theory and Grayson Waller, which we've seen them have beef with Kevin Owens in the past, but, yeah, but it was doesn't silly. really it, make it was, any sense.
1: It was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, not then, bad weird, just unexpected. But then it begs the question because it ended
0: in disqualification and Kevin Owens pretty much just got the – what the one up on Logan Paul with the brass yeah, I'd say knuckles. It wasn't
1: Kevin who took the brass knucks because my expectation was it was going to be a smash finish and that you know Logan was gonna get him, get away with it, right? And get the one, two, three. So for Kevin to be able to, to grab the knucks and you know knock Logan out, I mean, it's great, but then Kevin, you know, Kevin gets disqualified, Logan retains the title. So, I mean, let's say, same ending, but. And you know not the way that you expect. So taking away the predictability always got to give points to that. Exactly.
0: But yeah. So this match was really good. And I think I'm gonna go for go for it and say that maybe we'll see a rematch of this at WrestleMania.
1: I'm. I. I mean, I'd be all for it. Um, you but know, the I, the right now I th- was like I said the 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 predictions for WrestleMania have. Um, logan paul you know going in as the united states champion um and there's 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 plenty of options for that i mean honestly um uh, you know kevin and sammy aren't on the same team but they're still tag team you know they're best friends if if jake does come into the equation between now and wrestlemania and you've got a paul brothers i'd love to see Kevin and Sammy, you know, taking t- on the, the Paul brothers—that'd be fantastic. I mean, but there's so many other. I mean, honestly, there's a there's a lot of great options for for this rival to you know this rivalry, you know, to go up a, a notch. You know, maybe you're gonna maybe we see like a, a ladder match or a, a last man standing match.
0: That'd be good. Either either way,
1: I mean, yeah, the options was- are up. We've got a lot of options, and like I said, that's what I really liked about this Rumble is that. Um, it's set up a lot of really good potential rivalries moving forward, not just for WrestleMania, but just you know for maybe just Elimination Chamber, right, or something that could happen after Mania. Yeah, but but we'll see
0: more of that to come. Hopefully in the next few weeks or so, or next month, but depending on what it is. And then finally, we get to the Men's Royal Rumble, and I just felt like this was. Probably the most subpar like, Royal Rumble. Like for I a said, minute. it
1: was it was kind of choppy. Yeah. Um I mean the ending alone, I mean CM Punk and, and Cody, I think we all knew that's where it was gonna get to. Yeah. And not to say that either guy didn't do a great job. They both did a fantastic job and you know the you know, the promos that they did going into the rumble and then how they wrestled, like they're telling a great story. The ending was a little anticlimactic though. Yeah, very much so. Um it really like that it, I don't know. I mean, maybe I maybe it was my fault for expecting more, but I don't know. I I did expect more. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and we have a right to because I mean,
0: you've got Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. I mean, they could have at least given us something to sink our teeth into. Yeah, but I mean, so the end the ending
1: just, just. I mean, it basically made it, it just looked like Punk makes a stupid mistake and goes over the ring. Yeah, I mean, it it, it really like I said, it just I. I couldn't really sink my teeth into that finish. Yeah, um, and like I said, there's just or really some, the match as a whole. Yeah, well, there's only
0: only one part of it I would say was a pretty decent surprise. But I think I think you called it at one point. But Andrade, for, yeah, making his return to WWE was pretty epic. Oh,
1: it was fantastic to see Andrade come back. Uh, you know, and he looks great. And uh, they, you know, there might have been a little bit of a tease during the match. For a potential um, rivalry between Andrade and Santos Escobar,
0: which would be incredible.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think that would be a tremendous uh, match. I mean, obviously, both those guys are fantastic in the ring. Uh, maybe Andrade and Rey Mysterio working together. Um, th- these are these are wonderful things to think about. Uh, yeah. But by, by no means, you know, is that what's going to happen. But you know, the dreams of a fool. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. To me, the most impressive person of the night in the men's Royal Rumble was Braun Breaker. Yes, um, by far. They they made him look fantastic. I mean, he makes himself look fantastic. He's got a great presence. He you know he's fant- I mean, he is jacked. He is quick. He is agile. Everything he does. I mean, does, he's a Steiner. What do you expect? Yeah, I mean, yeah he really is. I mean, he, he's, he he makes the Steiner name, you know, he puts it, like I said, he, he makes the Steiner name proud, but he also just perpetuates just the, the different level that the Steiners are at in professional wrestling. Exactly. Um, I still wish that they would allow him to use his last name. But, may, that, but
0: that's may, just me personally. Yeah, may,
1: maybe one day. I mean, well, let's say we're new, new regime, new yeah. era, new possibilities. So I mean, I mean, we got Pete Dunne back. So I mean, anything's possible. Peter Dunne, <laughs> the Bruiserweight. The Bruiserweight. Uh, but yeah, no. So Braun Breaker, man, he comes in there and he throws out some big names. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he comes in there and you know looks strong and stuff like that, but you know gets that normal rookie treatment. Like he came in. And he was throwing some big names around. And the the moment that that really caught me was when Braun and Gunter first like square each other up. Yeah. And the crowd was for it.
0: Which hopefully that sets up
1: the I, Intercontinental I, title match for WrestleMania. So, you know, the once again, not wanting to talk about certain things and, and stuff like that, but let's, you know, just call it what it is. There was a long belief, of course, that Brock Lesnar was going to be in the Royal Rumble and that Brock Lesnar was going to face Gunter at WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title. For reasons not having to do with wrestling, Brock Lesnar will probably not be in any wrestling wrestling event anytime soon for the foreseeable future. Right. So it's like we were we were talking about it before the Rumble, like... Who do you replace a Brock Lesnar? Like, how do you replace a Brock Lesnar? Like, if that's your mentality, if that's the kind of match you want to have, how do you replace a Brock Lesnar? Answer: Braun Breaker. Exactly. Um, this kid's got, a I mean, super bright future. And I say, if they, if they book him right, you know, if they present him correctly to the, I mean, he, he's already over in the NXT for everybody who watches NXT, but like to the people who don't necessarily watch NXT. This kid made his, you know, SmackDown Raw crowd debut, and if they continue to to present him like they did the other night, he could be as a, he could be the next iteration of just that that character that is just, you know, unbeatable. Absolutely. But yeah. Overall, <coughs> I mean, it was a good
0: show, it was a good event, but still a lot of things that were kind of lackluster.
1: But nonetheless, <coughs> you alright over there? But uh I have a scratch in my throat, but my my core is so sore. I can't I can't cough fully because it hurts too much. We're feeling the pain. Here it, come the pain. It, exactly,
0: but like I said, uh, good event. A lot of things that were uh, exciting about it, but still some things that were kind of just lackluster. Mm-hmm. But overall, it was a decent Royal Rumble. And all we can do is just look forward to WrestleMania. Well, technically, look forward to Elimination Chamber and see where we go from here. Because- all right. So
1: this, yeah. So let's move to this this segment. I I want an armchair book. Elimination Chamber. Give me. Oh, okay. Give me your six. Off the top of your head, don't don't overthink it. Well, okay. So here, here's the thing. Uh, which. Are we going for Are We looking for number Cody, one contender. Cody won the Royal Rumble, right? So, so he's Cody's, to, he's challenging Roman Reigns. Right. He's not challenging Seth Rollins. So this is for so the world this, title. So this elimination, cha- yeah, the Elimination Chamber is going to determine the number one contender for the world title. Okay.
0: If I'm armchair booking it, obviously putting CM Punk in there. Yep. I'm going to put Drew McIntyre in. Yep. Um, I'll put Damian Priest in. mm Hmm. I'll also... Let's see. So, Drew McIntyre, CM Punk, Damian Priest. I'll... Gosh, this is hard because I'm trying to think of who else... I'll put Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay. Uh, And then... Four... Or five and six. I'll put The Miz yep. in there. And then for number six... Let's see. That's a tough one. Um... I'll put Gunter in there. Yep. Just, just because I, I, I don't know, because I mean he's saying that he's going to go for the world title, so maybe this would be his opportunity to be in the elimination chamber for that.
1: That's a good list, and man, my, it's not too di- different from mine. I've got CM Punk in the elimination chamber to win the elimination chamber. Right. Obviously. I've got Gunter, and now I have Braun Breaker in the elimination chamber. Okay. Oh, and, you think they're going to call him up that soon? Why why would you wait after 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 he how how he showed in the Royal Rumble he got he got over. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, I didn't think if about you, that.
1: If you 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 put him back in NXT, you're burying the lead. Yeah, that's true. Um yeah. I would put I, I would put him and Gunther in, in into a match and and set up even more to make a rivalry for WrestleMania for the Intercontinental title, which is why I'd also put Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn into the match. Oh, I forgot Sami. Yeah, so Drew, Sammy, and then, uh, yeah, the the hard parts around it out there, but kind of easy as well, is throw Damian Priest in there. Yeah. Um, You know, I think they're, you know, if they're really wanting to keep pushing Damian as a potentially, you know, lead guy, he needs to be in those lead matches. And, you know, just having, you know, being Senor Money in the Bank, it it counts for something. It, It lets the crowd and the fans know that if you win a Money in the Bank match, the company obviously has a belief in you as a potential big guy. Right. But you've got to continuously be in the big guy matches for them to be able to sink your teeth sink the teeth into it so that if it does eventually happen, it's not gonna make no sense whatsoever and then they're gonna they're gonna retract their interest.
0: Right. But yeah. So, so I mean Elimination Chamber is gonna be exciting and then at some point, we're going to do our uh, predictions for WrestleMania because mm. uh, that's going to be an interesting one, for sure.
1: Well, that's going to be WrestleMania, so the predictions are going to. We're going to need to make sure that the punishment on that one is the grandest stage of all. So once again, if uh, anyone listening, please message, send us direct. You know, either Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Leave us a comment. Leave us a message. Nothing involving the cornhole or the genitalia, but uh, I mean, obviously, say we're we're willing to bump. So, um, you know, I would say the sky's the limit, but it's the Internet, so I'm not going to say that. That's I was about gross. to say, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. But we're willing to take pain for your pleasure. So, um, you know, do with that what you will. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what comes of that. I'm kind of scared <laughs> at that point. But anyway,
0: you ready for some reviews, John? I can't wait, Cody. All right. So I kind of already gave it away with my high, uh, one of my high spots with Jordan Grace, and I yeah. think that was yours as well. That was mine. But another one I'll give for this week. Uh, comes from AEW, the Minoru Suzuki and Adam Copeland match. That was a really good match. That was better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew it was going to be strong style, hard hitting, landing strikes and chops back and forth. But honestly, it was probably one of the best matches that AEW's put together on Dynamite in a while.
1: Yep, and uh, you know I, I I know that the. I'll, I'll give a high spot, another high spot, since you're going to go with that one. As much as I ever will be a critic of something, when something is done well, I don't, I'm don't. i not a hater of, of a wrestler. I'm not a hater of a character. I will always be a hater of bad psychology. I will be a hater of bad execution. And I'll be a hater of lazy booking or promoting. Right. But when something's done right, whether I, I, I love that character or not, I will call it out. And this is that... What is going on with the young bucks right now? I really like. Yeah, they are leaning into that heel mentality that they are already being given, whether they want it or not. So just go ahead and take it and run with it. Yeah. Thank you. Bring back this. The the realism that that is like whether that's the reality or not. If that is the perception of the masses, why fight it? If there can be money made by leaning into it.
0: Exactly. Then accept it. And honestly, because I've said this for a while, either take the role that you're given as mm-hmm. an EVP or be a wrestler. They are doing exactly that. Yep. But they're also doing it in a way to where it'll like create more of a heel persona for them yep. that they should have been doing. Yep. But now that everybody sees them as these bad guy EVPs that are just destroying anything and everybody, it it's perfect. They're doing a great job, and maybe this is an upward trajectory for AEW at this point, but
1: it's, it's too soon to tell. Yeah, I mean, as I, I don't know fully you know, how, how much they're willing to go into this, but from what I'm seeing, I, I really am liking this is the best promo segment work they've done since the company started. Right. I mean, they've just been the Young Bucks. Like That's been their thing since they've been here. And, you know, people love the Young Bucks and people love being the elite and and the YouTube series and everything like that. But the characters got stale. Yeah, definitely. finally, like we're seeing these characters, we're seeing the Young Bucks try something new. And it is it's time for them to try something new cuz they're no longer like they might be called the young bucks but they're no longer the young bucks. They're exactly. no longer the you know the David of the David and Goliath story. Right. You know, they yeah. are the over tag team that has control at least to some degree In the company. Exactly. So by that very definition, you're an authority figure. You're you're not David anymore. You know, or say David wasn't David when he became king. You know, David was David under David and Goliath. That's that story. But then when David becomes king, he's not it's not the same story anymore. Right. Same guy, different story. Same thing with the Young Bucks. When when you're no longer the underdog, you can't continue to expect the people to look at you as the underdog. Exactly. And so, yeah, yeah, for them to finally now embrace this position like, yeah, we're not the underdogs. We're the authority figures. Yeah. And we'll do whatever the heck we want. Right. Love so, it. I'm, I'm excited
0: to see where they go from here and yeah. wh- how, how much they build into it, but it, it's it's going good so far. Uh, as far as botches go, I didn't really have a whole lot per se. The only thing that I had, and I'm just being nitpicky, but... And, I'm not, and like you said, I'm not hating on a wrestler. I'm not hating who they are as a person. Just the biggest one for me, just like I said, being kind of nitpicky, is uh, Jeff Hardy and uh, Swerve Strickland. Just anytime I'm watching Jeff Hardy wrestle right now, it is so obvious that he is just in pain so much. And that his, his body just cannot do the things that he has been doing. But I will give him... One positive in this, the the whisper in the wind move that he usually does, where he like runs up the turnbuckles and does the uh, reverse flip or whatever it is, mm-hmm. he didn't do that in this. He literally just casually got up to the top rope and just did it from there. Like didn't run up like yeah. he usually does, but still counterpoint.
1: Just, I watching this, there was a couple things on commentary. There was a couple things that Jeff did. Obviously yes it hurts when he's in the ring. There's that's, that's not a schmoz. That's not a work. That's a shoot. But during this match, this is the first time in the last couple matches where I've watched this that instead of thinking like this is just Jeff Hart, like kind of like when I watch Jericho botching and just going, "Man, like you you've lost a step, you know, age age is catching up with you. It's not right. your fault, but age is, but during this match, like I said, commentary, some of the things that Jeff was doing himself makes me wonder is is this a story I mean yeah it's a story probably based on reality too but is some of this a work
0: if it is I don't see where they go from with this I mean or like how I they mean, go. he's
1: break he's breaking
0: oh well, yeah but true but still I mean he's breaking I I hear what you're saying and I get where you're going with this I but mean I, I don't know I mean it'd be great to see the broken hearties
1: but I don't know. I just. I mean, only I just, time. I said only time will tell. That's why I was say counterpoint a little bit. Like, because up until just this last match, I would have 100% agree with you. But there was just some things that were done in this match. And if you go back and watch it with you know, a oh, yeah, bit, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. It, with a different yeah. set of eyes, there. Just yeah, just watch a couple things where obviously I don't think that they're lying when they say that he you know it hurts to be in the ring and that there's some things that he just can't do the same way anymore. But once again, it's talking about leaning into the truth to make the story better. Right. And you know, say so they're doing that with the Bucks. What says they can't do that with the Hardys? And if that's what they're doing, that's fantastic. Yes. Because realistic storytelling is what most of the fans crave. You know, not to say all fans. I mean, obviously, there's some people who, who like different things. But the reason that ECW was ECW in the 90s, the reason that Ring of Honor and, you know, like these, 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 you know, smaller companies, and even to a point like TNA when it first came out, the reason they got over was more realistic storytelling. Right. And then, of course, as you get bigger, there's this need to, like, be more over the top and, like, have these, like, grandiose stories or, like, these grandiose characters, which are important and we're not going to eliminate the you know those but the realism to I think the core the core group like your your diehard fans they want the realism more than they want the fantasy yeah definitely
0: but yeah but yeah like I said just being nitpicky and maybe there's a story to go behind that maybe not but We'll just have to see if they build anything on it, but I think that was just a squash match essentially, just to help build up Swerve and Adam Page and all of them leading into the next World Championship match. But uh, did, uh, did you have a botch for this week or anything in particular? Or you know, not it, really?
1: Nothing. Nothing really stood out to me this week. Like I said, you know, WWE did a really good job. You know, in the, you know, I guess. The buildup to Royal Rumble, the, yeah. the promo—that's pretty much all this week. The was. promo between CM Punk and and Cody, um, I think it 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 set up the ending to the match very well. Like I said, the the, the, the end of the match was it really really good? No, no. I, I honestly, I I feel like it could have been a little bit bigger. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I did like how it coincided with the story that was being told. Yeah uh you know c m Punk goes over you know goes over the ropes and he sits there and he watches Cody and he keeps his word to Dusty. yeah,
0: i mean yeah it, it was good
1: like i said there there should have been more to it There the should end, have been but i mean and I say there, there could there could be more to come, so uh, right. it's it's hard to say right now whether that was the perfect ending you know we don't know what the, what the story is gonna where it's gonna take us, so obviously you know when you're flipping the page, you don't really know if. If what you just read is how it's going to be, and you're like, "Man, that stinks," or if the next page you're going to go, "Oh wow, that was that was perfect." So yeah. well,
0: that- I mean, we still got time because I mean, leading up to elimination chamber, there's going to be a lot that's going to unfold uh, tonight, actually on Monday Night Raw, because this will go out on Monday.
1: But we'll just have to see where it goes from here. Yep. Oh, and another high spot that I... There's, there's, like I said, I'm trying to put as much over as I can because there was a lot of really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, high spot, AEW, Tony Storm versus... De- well, not versus, but Tony Storm, Deanna Purrazzo have a face-to-face. Um, <laughs> I know what you're about to say. I can't say it. I'm yeah, not gonna, I'm we're not, not going to say not it. I'm not going to say it on here because we'll have to change the ratings. But, but Tony throws... She uh, uh, she she's, she makes a statement that I think went over a lot of people's heads initially, and yeah, then definitely. later on in the reports, people I think people realize what she said and what it meant, uh, and it lit the it lit the dirt sheets on fire for the next couple of days. But <laughs> Tony Storm's work that she's doing is this timeless Tony Storm character, it's
0: perfect. I mean. It is- perfection
1: it's I mean she really is she's just I mean she is glowing and she is really taking this opportunity to be an out of the box character to its fullest extent I mean I've always I always liked her as as just as a worker but she always seems to to not really have anything to say right when the time came to like get yourself over on the mic. That's not happening right now. She is she is getting herself more and more over every time she's on the mic. And, you know, just the absurdity of it. But then I say, once the bell rings, she's Tony Storm. So it doesn't, I mean... Timeless or or not, she she can work inside that ring. So that's right. uh, Yeah, no, there that that's a great that's a great program that's being built. I'm a big fan of Deanna Perazzo. So, um, you know, I'm like I said, I I'm very positive. You know, like I said, you're catching me on a good week. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that's pretty much our show for this week.
0: Uh, like we said before, guys, thank you always for listening and thank you for supporting us. Everybody that's watched us from beginning to end, and all of our new listeners and uh, subscribers. But go check us out on social media. Like we said, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. All of our content is there, and more content will be coming soon. But also, all the upcoming events that we mentioned, go check all those out. If you want more information, feel free to message us on Instagram, Facebook, anywhere. We will let you know of upcoming events. But like we always say, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And as always, keep it five stars.